Okay, Carl, uh, I'm going to unmute your mic. There we go. Good evening. <laughs> Good evening, Brother Larry. How are you? I'm alive and kicking, brother. You know, I'm on this side of the green grass. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so anyway, we've yes, already sir. got we've already got some. Uh, we've got Brother Matthew John Branson from the United Kingdom, and he is the CEO of Cornerstone Christian Radio. So he's a broadcaster tonight. So we have a fellow broadcaster on with us. And so maybe <clears throat> Brother John Branson will will share some of our materials with his Christian audience. Brother Matthew, we have a <clears throat> we have a YouTube channel, and it's called Weatherby House Church. And we also have on Sermon Audio. If you go to sermonaudio.com forward slash house church, we have been on air for over 12 years. And we've got over 2,000 messages on there. So if you want to get to know more about us and what we what we believe and what we stand for and so on, that would be a, a wonderful thing. Um, we just I just we just call this the Pine Pineville Grace Fellowship, right? And uh, we've already got. Uh, let's see. Good evening, Mark. How are you this evening? Pretty good, pretty good. It's good to be here. Well, it's good to good to have you all aboard. I'm going to just kind of <clears throat> um, Mark wanted to uh, meet. He's never met officially Carl, and he wanted to meet. He's feeling pretty good tonight, and he said he wanted to join us and just uh, say hi to Carl and. Uh, now he's not a real conversationalist, Carl. So you kind of have to draw him out a little bit. Now let me let me get the camera over here. I don't know if you're on Facebook or not. If you can see if you can see him or not, Carl. Are you on Facebook no, too? No, no, sir. We don't do Facebook. You're on YouTube. That's right. Okay. Well, let me see. Let me just check something out here before we do this. I'm going to just try this. This may be this may be a wrong call. I'm going to try to simulcast on YouTube at the same time. It might mess us up, but it's worth a shot. You you do have access to YouTube, right? Yes, sir. I'm pulling. Uh, Babs is pulling it up on her tablet now. Okay. Let me see here do this. I'm not a big, uh, I'm not really technical, technically oriented, you know, I'm, I'm just, it is what it is. Um, but we make, we make do with what God's given us, put it that way. Okay, here we go. Go live. Let's see, I'm going to get it up here. Amazing how we can sit in front of a YouTube or a laptop and go around the world. At least when it's working, we can do it. Um, yeah, you know, God is awesome in His providence, the way He's worked all this out, you know, and used it for the spreading of the gospel. And, you know, and He's, you know, gave us a way to fellowship with one another because it's just not here for, you know, 
me and my wife, I mean, we're not going to be a part of, you know, any type of church that's preaching salvation by works and heliocentricity. I mean, it, you know. <laughs> that's and, right. Well, you're, you're yeah. in the right group. <laughs> you're in the right group. <laughs> it's, it's, trying to, it's trying to go live. Uh, there, I think, I think go live. I think we're going and live. Okay, we're on up. we're on Weather by House Church YouTube page right now. Yeah, yeah Weatherby. Do you see me there? Hello. Uh, it might take. There me. it is. Yeah, I see you. I'm the guy in the plumber's hat. <laughs> All right, there's my son Mark, and there's and by the way, I don't know if you can you pull up so we can see you guys or not. I don't know if I know how to do that. Um, you go up to the top where it says "Go Live," and you click on click on that, and then you put in a title, and then it'll just give you a chance to smile. And then after you smile, you click the same thing that says "Go Live." Anyway, this is Mark and Babs. This is Rosette. I know you've met Rosette before. Um, and so anyway, I'm going to shut up because I have a tendency to blabber off at the mouth too much. I have diarrhea of the mouth, so <laughs> go ahead, Carl, and you can talk to Mark a little bit. Mark, say hello to Carl. Hello, Carl. Hello, hey, Carl. Mark. How are? Hey, Mark. How are you? It's 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 nice to finally meet you. I'm good. I'm I'm glad to meet you too, Carl. Yeah. Me and me and Bab sure are sure are blessed that the Lord has put our families in. You know has has placed our families in fellowship together, and we thank God for you guys every day. Hey, Mark. Hey, Rosette. <laughs> well, it's good to good to hear Bab's voice for the first time. And oh, it's, I think Mark Babs. and I are the same age. Oh, really? Okay. You're 42? I am 42. I'll be 43 in June. Oh, Okay. All right. I'll be 43 in March. Okay, so you're older than me. <laughs> well, you know, I'm not going to... Uh, Carl, how old are you? I'm 40 years old. I just turned 40 this past October. You're just a... You're just... My goodness, you're just a young chick, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Uh, that God has really blessed us bringing us together. I agree with you. And uh, I got to tell you guys, now Rosette may, may slap me later, but after we were married a little bit, she was kidding around and she said that uh, she's two years older than I am, okay? Mm-hmm. And so she told everybody that she robbed the cradle, right? <laughs> so I figured, <laughs> I figured I'm going to get her back. I'm going to get her back some way. So I waited till a lot of the family was around. I says, you know, it's really strange, but I never thought I would rob the coffin, you know? Yes, Babs is two years older than me as well. So uh, <laughs> that's, that's, that's a cool coincidence. Oh, nice, nice glove there. <laughs> yeah, yeah we oh, like the spinning globe. By the way, you can get these globes. I don't know if Tennessee, do you have Dollar Trees down there? Yes, we do. 
Well, they have these little globes. Now, what I did is I took a shoestring, I drilled a hole all the way through it so I could spin it, right? But you can get one of these for a dollar. And once we get you guys set up, because you're already set up, I noticed you both have YouTube channels. So that way, see, my, I want to duplicate myself. I want to get you guys to broadcasting too. So you need to get you one of these globes. That's one of the requirements. The first thing you got to do is get one of these globes so you can have a spinning globe on your channel. <laughs> Does it say for decorated purposes only on it? Yeah. Then you can go to Dollar Tree and get one of these cake dishes with the top on it. And, you know, this represents the, the flat earth, right? And then this right. represents that represents the firmament on top, right? Now, you can also, <laughs> the uh, Dollar Tree has these little containers like this, yeah, and you can get them, it's like a, a softball, but you can spin it, you can turn it upside down and use it as a, an example. <laughs> and then I found, this, I found this at a garage sale. I think it's pretty good. This is a little. This is my little representative of the flat Earth. This is a Dollar Tree too, and it has a little permanent. Oh, I just spilled water on my laptop. That was cool. Still had water. I I put water in to show that that you know that water could not stay on a circular surface, and now it's on my flat laptop. It saw it saw this level. Okay. Anyway, this is the little permanent. I found this at a I thought this was pretty cool. I found that at a, a garage sale, and that almost looks like the firmament because it's mm -hmm. it's got the ice the ice cap, and I put that on top of the little flat cap surface, right? Right. And this guy this guy from UK that's on with this probably figures, what are they talking about? <laughs> I thought this was going to be great fellowship. And I tune in, and they're talking about. Well, you'll see that we're kind of. We're kind we still of got three minutes, though. We, we we still have three minutes. Hey, we was hoping that y'all could just keep it on live like all day, so we could just hang out like all day together. <laughs> <laughs> that would be nice, but you gotta you gotta you gotta teach your mark how to get on live. You know, I can go through it and do it because there's a little live button at the top, and you can either download messages or you can click live. And then it's real simple. You just put a title in, and then it'll give you a stream, and that way we can watch you while you're watching us. Uh, let's see. Well, Brother Mark. Uh, yes. I'll tell you what. I don't know if you, do you have a YouTube channel, Brother Mark? Um, no, I don't. Not yet, at any rate. But maybe soon. Well, we're going to work on that, brother. Because see, if I can get you to broadcasting, and I can get yeah. Mark to broadcasting, we can triple our outreach. I mean, right now we've got a huge outreach. Uh, there's no question about it. I mean, right now uh, it's amazing. Uh, I'm just, I'm quite amazed. Now, uh, I probably scared a lot of people off tonight by my disclaimers. You saw those. Because you do? I get a bunch of people calling in and wanting to 
upset the fruit basket, so to speak, start talking about Arminianism, Catholicism, um, all of the things that we are adamantly opposed to. I also want to welcome Brian Jones, who's joined us. Uh, Brian, we appreciate uh, you coming on board. And also, I want to... I want to... Um, Tulip always has a way of getting attention. <laughs> Joe John, Joe John. And if you guys, if you guys could let me know, um, if, if you could let us know where you're from, that would be helpful. I always like to know what part of the country or, you know, on the other side that it looks like possibly Andrew Brown is uh, maybe from the UK too. So we've got two people from the UK tonight already. Um, so back to Mark. Mark, what do you think? Um, do you think that uh, the the uh, little criteria that I put forth on this call was good or bad? I don't want to run people away. Yeah. But I don't. I don't want to give people a misconception that we are something that we're not. You understand what I'm saying? I agree. I agree. We have to we have to specify. We have to be specific so that people don't have any uh, misunderstandings. So I definitely agree. We have to be we have to be clear about our intentions. Yeah, I I uh, I thought it through pretty good. And, you know, after the course of some of the events that we've gone through, uh, is kind of what prompted that. <clears throat> and um, so, you know, uh, you, you, did, you, did you read through that criteria that I posted on the invite? Oh, um, I haven't seen it yet. I'll look for it. Well, I'll tell you what, that's okay. I'm gonna, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. Okay. <clears throat> Just so you know. So you'll, everybody knows we're all on the same page because uh, I have a feeling uh, we're going into 6 o'clock, so we're going to start seeing people jump on board tonight. And so if I can pull this up here, I'll just read it uh, for everybody to know kind of, you know, where we stand um, as far as our expectation of fellowship. Uh, of course, the most important things is, we believe in the authorized King James Version of the Bible, <laughs> okay? So if you, if you hold to some other translation or version, a corrupted translation of the Bible, and your purpose is to come on and convince us that it's the better translation than the King James Version, you're wasting your time, okay? Uh, it, it, we, are not, we are not open-minded on other translations of the Bible, especially those that come from uh, the corrupted the corrupted versions of the Bible. In other words, I'm not interested in talking to people that get on air and start talking about the New International Version. Uh, I don't even consider that I don't even consider that the Bible. Okay, mm -hmm. so that's one thing. The other thing is we are not interested in listening to Roman Catholics talk. We're not interested in our. We're not interested in hearing Arminians talk. We're not Calvinist. Now we have a Reformed perspective, but let me explain to you what we subscribe to. All the five points of Tulip. That's why I named my dog my dog Tulip. 
Okay. Uh, that's where that's where her name comes. In other words, I believe in the total depravity. I, I believe mm-hmm. in unconditional election. I believe in limited atonement. I, re, I believe in irresistible grace. Okay? I believe in the final perseverance of the saints. But I don't believe a lot of what Calvin taught, especially as it relates to his ecclesiastical. Uh, I'm not... I'm not a Presbyterian uh, as far as ecclesiastical order. And we can get into that. I don't believe in infant baptism. I don't mm-hmm. believe in baptism generation. Okay, so there's a lot of things that we try to stick with the Bible. We're not into <clears throat> um, synods and sessions and, um, you know, all of this stuff. We're just not into it. Now, let me read to you. If I can pull this up really quick um, before we go into this. Okay, the fellowship, this fellowship call, and by the way, I think we're going to plan this every Thursday night. It makes it a little easier for me to do a mm-hmm. fellowship call Thursday night than, than uh, after our service on Sunday because I'm kind of worn out after <laughs> after doing yeah. our, our service. Let's let's kind of make this a, a family tradition uh, on Thursday night. Um, <clears throat> okay, the fellowship fellowship call for believers in the authorized King James Bible, and the call is for fellowship and edification. And so I put on here: please do not call. Okay, please do not call if your intent is to spread discord among the brethren. You're promoting the false doctrine of Calvinism, Arminianism, Mormonism, preterism, heliocentric scientism, promoting dispensational Zionism and the Luciferian statehood of Israel, promoting modern corrupted versions of the Bible, or promoting secret rapture or any other biblical myth. So that's kind of our disclaimer. Now, when you call in, please don't try taking over the broadcast, (laughs) okay, and dominating and talking over others. If someone says, hey, I have a comment, shut up and let them make their comment. And mm-hmm. don't, you know, and, and that's just common civility, don't you think, Mark? Yes, common sense, common courtesy. We were recently on a program, and I'll tell you, this guy, I didn't think he was ever going to shut up. And anytime anybody tried to say anything, he just, I can't even explain it, but it was not good. Um, now, John, Joe, oh, John, um, Joe, um, okay, Matthew has to go. He's in the UK. Uh, he's got, I've got to go to bed now. He's got to get up at 6 o'clock in the morning, and it's late at UK. I don't know what time it is there, but it's probably late, late. And he's a broadcaster, so he can't miss his early morning broadcast. So thank mm-hmm. you, Matthew, for joining us, and uh, we appreciate it. And um, Larry, yeah. yes, I to I wanted to highlight uh, Brother Matthew John Branson's uh, little note here. He asked for prayer. He said, okay. "Could you pray for us as we have been under attack from an occult shop that planted it?" Below our radio station, so I would uh, I would humbly request that everybody please pray for Matthew John Branson 
as they are dealing with some occultic people that set up a business right below their radio station, according to his uh, according to his note in Facebook. So everyone, please pray for Matthew John Branson. I appreciate you. I appreciate you bringing that to our attention. I really do. Now mm-hmm. I also recognize Dennis Higgins, who's joined us tonight, and I just want to remind all of you that if you're in the U.S., we'd love to meet you. We'd love to talk to you live. You can call in on the show right now at 605-562-0444. That's 605-562-0444, and we will take your call. And when you call in, it will ask you for the call ID, the uh, the number of the call. The number of the call is 140414. It will also ask you for your your ID number, and you just put in one and the pound sign, and you'll be with us, okay? So if you want to call in and meet us, you can meet Carl, you can meet Mark, you can meet my son, you can meet my wife, you can meet Babs, you can meet um, uh, anyone else who calls in on the program as well. Um, but anyway, welcome aboard, Dennis, and... Uh, Mark, if you can kind of help me <laughs> monitor the boards, I'm kind of multitasking because I'm switching back and forth from YouTube to talk mm-hmm. to you, to Facebook. Right. So I'm I'm definitely multitasking right now. So oh, okay. Uh, anyway, um, yeah, brother uh, Carl, any other any other thoughts or from Babs or Rosette? Do you have anything to say to Babs? Now this is not a Bible study tonight. So the women are very much open. To, this is just a fellowship call, okay? We're not we're not going to be talking about. Uh, in other words, we're we're not. This is not a church service. This is like having a a family reunion, but it's not a it's not a physical family reunion. It's a family reunion of believers, okay? So, Amen. Uh, did you have anything to say to Babs? certainly is nice that you and your husband uh, is uh, having fellowship with us. We've enjoyed it very much. Oh, yeah, we have, too. We, we look forward to fellowshipping, and it's so awesome to see y'all. And we always look forward to hearing Brother Larry's little morning, you know, his little thoughts in the mornings and replaying this, you know, the services. We just... I mean, that's all we listen to. So it's really good to, like, be able to sit and look at y'all and, you know, like, talk to you. And it's just, it's been, y'all are like our family. Y'all are like, you know, it's just, it's just me and him. So, and y'all, now we, you know, it just feels like we're a part of, y'all are part of our family now. Yeah. We're looking, really looking forward to April. Oh, we are too. (laughs) <laughs> we, we'll have a great time. Um, we'll have, I, I think it'll be a wonderful time to get together. And, you know, the people that we are in our spiritual family, my experience has been, are much closer than we could ever be to our physical families, you know, because we 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 think differently. <laughs> I mean, we just, uh, I I can't get around my, physical family. I'm back on YouTube now. I'm switching back from YouTube to Facebook 
And mm-hmm. so, and Facebook can actually see see me while I'm broadcasting on YouTube, and YouTube and vice. Now, let me ask you guys a question, um, Mark. I'm going to switch over to Facebook, but you can still see me. Now, can you still see me on YouTube. Pardon me. Yes, you can see me on YouTube. All right. So I can be on either either program broadcasting and it will simultaneously broadcast so that's good uh, so that way I can kind of keep keep tabs on what's going on I'm going to just see <clears throat> if anyone else has joined us on Facebook live I mean on YouTube it doesn't look like anyone else I have found that a lot of people are a little shy about coming on a broadcast uh, of people they've not really, they haven't met in person, so and I understand that it takes a little while for for that to happen. But um, anyway, that's uh, that's neither here nor there. But uh, it's amazing to me how many people do join us on Facebook. It's just people. I guess there's a comfortability because they they realize that anytime they want to, they can. They can jump off now. I want to <clears throat> welcome. Uh, let's see. I think I saw Mark. Has there been any, anyone else jump on? Uh, I thought I saw Glenda Busby Trotter. Yes, Glenda is a, a. She often joins me in the morning devotional, and Brenda is really good. Or Glenda, Glenda Busby Trotter. Linda, it's good to see you're with us tonight. And any of you guys, if you want to go on there and let us know what area of the country you're from, that would be really good. We'd like to know how many states we have represented tonight. Um, John, Joe O'John, Rick Butterick. Rick is a good friend of ours from California. And, you know, just a great, great um Edifier. I, I've just had a tremendous relationship over the years. I don't know how many years we've known each other, but it's been a long time. And it started on our introduction on sermon audio. And uh, Rick brings up Psalm 109. Can somebody look up Psalm 109 and read it for us? He'd like to. Uh, he'd like to share Psalm 109 with us. He's on Facebook. Can you help with that, maybe, Carl? I got it. Okay, Mark, go ahead. All right, Psalm 109. Yeah. Okay. Psalm 109 to the chief musician, a psalm of David. In the authorized King James only, Psalm 109. Verse 1, hold not thy peace, O God of my praise. Verse 2, for the mouth of the wicked and the mouth of the deceitful are opened against me. They have spoken against me with a lying tongue. Verse 3, they compassed me about also with words of hatred and fought against me without a cause. Verse 4, for my love, for my love they are my adversaries, but I give myself unto prayer. Verse 5, and they have rewarded me evil for good and hatred for my love. Verse 6, 
Set thou a wicked man over him, and let Satan stand at his right hand. Verse 7, when he shall be judged, let him be condemned, and let his prayer become sin. Verse 8, let his days be few, and let another take his office. Verse 9, let his children be fatherless, and his wife a widow. Verse 10, let his children be continually vagabonds and beg. Let them seek their bread also out of their desolate places. Verse 11, let the extortioner catch all that he hath and let the stranger spoil his labor. Verse 12, let there be none to extend mercy unto him, neither let there be any to favor his fatherless children. Well, let me, let, me, let me jump in here. One of the reasons that Rick put this, this was a response to the gentleman uh, that was a radio broadcaster where the occult shop was going under, and this, this Psalm 109 was Rick's response to that occult shop. That's a great response to him. Go ahead, brother. I see. Good, good, good choice. Very good choice, Rick. And uh, so then we're going to continue in verse 13. Let his posterity be cut off. And in the generation following, let their name be blotted out. Verse 14, let the iniquity of his fathers be remembered with the Lord and let not the sin of his mother be blotted out. Verse 15, let them be before the Lord continually that he may cut off the memory of them from the earth. Verse 16, because that he remembered not to show mercy, but persecuted the poor and needy men, that he might even slay the broken in heart. Verse 17, as he loved cursing, so let it come unto him. As he delighted not in blessing, so let it be far from him. Verse 18, as he clothed himself with cursing like as with his garment, so let it come into his bowels like water and like oil into his bones. Verse 19, let it be unto him as the garment which covereth him and for a girdle wherewith he is girded continually. Verse 20, let this be the reward of mine adversaries from the Lord and of them that speak evil against my soul. Verse 21, but do thou for me, O God, the Lord, for thy name's because thy mercy is good, deliver thou me. Verse 22, for I am poor and needy, and my heart is wounded within me. I can relate to that. Verse 23, I am gone like the shadow when it declineth. I am tossed up and down as the locust. My knees are weak through fasting, and my flesh faileth of fatness. Verse 25, uh, why don't we stop there? Yeah, I appreciate that. I didn't know that was that long of a song. It's rather long. I want, a bit of a I wanted, yeah, I wanted to jump in and specifically welcome a very uh, good friend that I'm developing a relationship with out of um, uh, Hawthorne, California, and I want you all to say hello to him. Uh, his name is Matt Mosteller, and Matt has... I, I've really enjoyed getting to know him, and um, he has the book 
Um, I sent it out to him. God does not love everyone, but he does love his elect from everlasting to everlasting. And Matt, welcome to the family tonight. We're really pleased to have you with us. And uh, he's also downloaded uh, Sermon Audio, so he's able to listen on Sermon Audio. And, you know, Matt had a question, and I didn't answer him directly because I wanted him to do more study before I just gave him my quick answer. But he's wrestling with something that a lot of people have wrestled with, and that is obviously uh, the doctrine of reprobation, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he believes that God is sovereign. He believes that he's the creator of the universe. He believes that he, his, his blood is effectual for all for whom he died, but his struggle, his struggle is, you know, it's hard for him to come to grips with the reason why God would create vessels of wrath, fitted for destruction, for eternal damnation. And it is, to, it's not, I'm not going to say that's easy, okay? And there's certain things that, you know, our human minds just are almost impossible to, to wrap our minds around. But in, in simple childlike faith, I can say what the Word of God says, and I can depend on it. The Word of God says that that God created the wicked for the day of evil. Amen. Okay? And it also says that for this very purpose, and if we go back to Romans, and I'm not going to spend a lot of time on it tonight because this is more for a time of fellowship, but I want to, I don't want to negate Matt's concerns, okay? Mm-hmm. He, says, he says in Romans 9, he says, Um, verse 15, for he saith to Moses, I will have mercy on whom I will have mercy, and I will have compassion on whom I will have compassion. So then Mm -hmm. it is not that willeth, nor of him that runneth, but of God that showeth mercy. And then he goes on and explains the situation with Pharaoh. He says, the scripture saith, unto Pharaoh, even for this same purpose have I raised thee up that I might show my power in thee, that my name might be declared throughout all the the earth. Therefore hath he mercy on whom he will have mercy, and whom he will he hardeneth. Okay? And so that's that's just the word of God, you know? And I'll tell you, Matt, I was in the same position as you one day. And I came to the conclusion, look, I either have to believe the Bible or I have to reject the Bible. And I can't pick and choose what it is I believe and what I don't believe. If I'm not going to believe it all, I might as well throw it in the trash. Now, I know right. that sounds, you know, that, that's where God brought me to. And once God brought me to that point, it was liberating. I can tell you it was liberating. Um, uh, Brother, um, Brother Carl, do you have any, any thoughts for Matt on this as we talk about this? Yes. Uh, hey there, Brother Mark Kennedy. God bless you. Nice to see you this evening. Um, oh. Yeah, uh, the Holy Spirit of God answers this question that we have. We've all had the same question as God teaches us that he's sovereign. And 
that, you know, he will have mercy on whom he will have mercy. And this is the question that we all have because our flesh just naturally rises up against it. Um, mm-hmm. and, in verse, and in verse 20 of Romans 9, we're told, it's, you know, it tells us, Nay, but, O man, who art thou that replies against God? Shall the Amen. thing formed say to him that formed it, Why hast thou made me thus? Hath not the potter power over the clay of the same lump to make one vessel unto honor and another unto dishonor? What if God, willing to show his wrath and to make his power known, endured with much long suffering the vessels of wrath fitted for destruct fitted to destruction, and that he might make known the riches of his glory on the vessels of mercy which he had afore prepared unto glory, even us whom he hath called not of the Jews only but also of the Gentiles. So, you know, here we see that God is showing his power because he's willing to do so. He chooses to do so by enduring with much long suffering the vessels of wrath that he, the potter, fitted for destruction. And then he shows us the riches of his glory on the vessel of mercy that he, the potter, hath afore prepared unto glory. Amen. That's very good. <clears throat> By the way, Matt wanted <clears throat> Matt wanted me to let everyone know, <laughs> and I like the way I like the way he put this. He goes, "I'm still being undoctrinated from free will." <laughs> okay, that's good. <laughs> right. You know, because we were all mind controlled into that doctrine. There's no question about it. And I'm glad that I'm glad to hear you say, Matt, that you're being undoctrinated because, you know, uh, obviously you realize that that the doctrine of free will is erroneous. It's an error. There's many many scriptures that say it's not of him that willeth, nor of him that runneth, but God that showeth mercy, and so on. And so, um, you know, and uh, that's, yeah, that's uh, a great way to say it. Indoctrinated from it. Yeah, I don't know, Matt. Did I send you the book, uh, The Lies of Free Will? Did I also send you that? I don't remember. I know I sent you some books. I don't know if I sent you that one or not. But that pretty well goes through, that pretty well is a short read. It's about an hour and a half read, and it goes through the history of the origin of free will and so on, and it goes through the doctrinal parts of that. And um, anyway, I'm just checking here on Facebook. We have had a number of other guests joining us. Um, we're very um, happy to have Kyle Shoup. Uh, Kyle is also a mainstay uh, uh, many times uh, on the uh, devotional uh, period. And then we also, sometimes like we've already had 38 comments on Facebook tonight. Um, That's a wonderful, wonderful response from our audience. I'm trying, sometimes I'm limited to what I can see on my dashboard, just too much is going on, but um, I'm still, Ashley Kinney, Ashley's been a real blessing. Uh, Now, Ashley, I believe you're up from Canada, is that right? Uh, If if my memory serves me correctly, uh, you're from up in Canada. Let me know if I'm incorrect on that. Um, and Ashley has really been engaging, and I appreciate that. Um, and uh, I I know that Ashley has 
uh, read some of uh, Ed Henry's work as well. <clears throat> I was hoping that Ed Henry could join us tonight, but he's a pretty busy guy. Uh, it's, it's quite a commitment to even get him one night a week, so <laughs> I don't know. Uh, let's see. Uh, I would love to fellowship in person with your brothers. Well, Matt, we'd love to have you. You know, that's one of the problems, Matt. Now, that's Matt from California. Um, <clears throat> I don't know where. I think you said that the um, area of California was around L.A. Uh, I don't know. Hawthorne, California, do do you know anything about that, Rick or, or Carl? I mean, uh, not, not Carl. Rick or west of Long Beach, California, over by Hawthorne is over by Lawndale and Inglewood area. North how of far, uh, north of Torrance, I believe. How far how far is that from you, brother? Um maybe ten or fifteen miles, maybe oh, more. Wow. Wow, that's nothing. That's nothing. <laughs> I could do that. I could I could hitchhike that for crying out loud, yeah. man. Yeah. Well, you guys, listen, Matt. You need to get together with sometime. You guys need to figure out how to get together. Uh, you and Mark Kennedy. Uh, yeah, because we're here in Long Beach, Matt. Yeah, you guys definitely need to figure out how to have breakfast or something because. Uh, that would be a great time of fellowship, um, yeah. and if you know, so that would be a, a wonderful thing. I um, uh, I really I really encourage that. I'll, uh, and if I can do any any anything to facilitate that happening, <laughs> uh, yeah. He Matt says I know where that is, so um, that's good. That's good. All right, I'm going to go back and see what's going on now. We've gotten um, we've got several people on YouTube. We've got several people on Facebook. We've got s several people on TalkShoe. Mm -hmm. uh, trying to figure out. I don't know if you can see this or not on your dashboard, Carl or 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 Mark on. But Rick is another person. Now, Rick, uh, Rick, I forgot what uh, he's forty-five miles from Rick Batoric, okay? Oh, yeah. uh, so I don't now, Rick. I, I have Rick's address, but I don't have it down here. I forgot the city that Rick Rick is from. Do you remember, uh, Mark, where he's from? He says in his little comment by LAX. That means he's up by LA International Airport. So, okay. Yeah, Rick. Rick says he's up by LAX, so that's uh, maybe El Segundo is near LA International Airport. Um, El Segundo, there's a number of towns. El Segundo, Santa Monica, Venice are three towns near LAX. Okay. That's on the north. That's on the north side of it. Oh, Calabasas. Oh yes, yes, Calabasas. Rick says. I know where that is. My where I now I do now because my landlord lives in Calabasas. That's a little that's a little inland. Okay, I'm totally clueless. <laughs> I've never 
The only time I've been to California, I was out there, I've been to Carlsbad, California. Oh, Carlsbad, and, that's down halfway to San Diego, yeah. Right, right. I've been, and that's been years and years ago. Uh, we also have Ravig Gandala. Uh, he's a pastor from India, and he's watching tonight. Yeah. So welcome aboard, Ravig Gandala. Gandala, I hope I'm saying that right. Um, <clears throat> well, I'm glad we've got a good family of believers that have tuned in, and I guess you read through the criteria, and we didn't scare you off. That's good. That's good. So God has his remnant. God has his people scattered all over the United States, all over the world, that are holding to the doctrines of grace. And then also, I don't know how many tonight are strong believers in biblical cosmology. Um, Hang around us a while. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) We'll we'll make sure that uh, you're edified in that regard um car we're going to call carl our biblical cosmologist (laughs) okay because he's done he's been to some of these conferences and so on and and uh you know and, and so if you ever want uh the lowdown on biblical cosmology you just you know just figure out how to get on on Carl's messaging, and you'll get your boat loaded. Okay, and, and I'm not—that's no pun intended when I say you get your boat loaded because he's a boat captain. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> did, you know, did you know? Did you know that, Mark? Did you know that Carl was a boat captain? I remember he said when when he first when he joined us like a month or so ago i remember he mentioned something about barges and the river and yeah. all that yeah. yeah the first time he mentioned that now you know bear with me carl i i hope you don't you know, I, know, I, know, I know you got a sense of humor but first time he mentioned that when he said it was he was pushing a barge down the river you know what the first thing that popped into my mind Working on the muddy Mississippi line. <laughs> they give me ten bucks and I can't save a dime. Hard working <laughs> and to help you any way they can. My daddy was a Mississippi River man. My mama was a Cajun from well, I think I got it backwards there. <laughs> Hard as a land. <laughs> anyway, they taught me how to love the Mississippi mud. There's Mississippi water flowing in my blood. <laughs> anyway, when he talked about that, that song jumped into my mind. Oh, Bobby Goldsboro, you know, back from wow. that. That kind of that kind of dates me a little bit. <laughs> anyway. Oh boy. Uh, yeah, uh, I, you know, we, me and the Babs both, we grew up in a little town right on the Mississippi River, mile 363 on the Lower Mississippi, and. That's why I first started deckhanding on barges in the year, I think it was 1996 in the summer was the first time I ever stepped foot on a towboat. And that's sort of where I grew up and became a man, you know, really working my first, you know, job, you know, 12, 16-hour days, you know, there for the first few years. And But, yeah, uh, you should, speak, speaking about biblical cosmology, I still owe you that Mark Sargent story. I mean to tell you uh, <laughs> about the uh, dinner that we had with Mark Sargent and some other people, and uh, he gave me the whole story about how he came up with uh, with with the flat Earth theory. 
Wow. You want to share that in this format, or you want to just do it one-on-one? Uh, it doesn't matter. I mean, I'm not. <laughs> I mean, he's well, man, to, I mean, you you kind of got me, you kind of baited me. So I'm I'm waiting with bated breath. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, we went to a uh, biblical flat Earth debate. It was flat Earth versus the globe debate, and it was in a town in Georgia back in 2017. And at the and at this debate, it was between Zen Garcia. Um, and Stephen Pigeon, called Dr. Stephen Pigeon. Um, he was for the globe, and Zen, of course, was for biblical cosmology. So people showed up there that were involved in the Flat Earth Movement, and Mark Sargent was one of them. So we got to talking, and after the debate, um, Zen had dinner arranged for everybody to, you know, that wanted to go to fellowship to go to this dinner. So Mark Sargent rode with me and the wife and another attendee at the uh, at this debate. And while we were over, while we were having dinner, I asked Mark. I said, "So, man, tell me, you know, how you came up with this? You know, you know, how did you get into? I call it biblical cosmology. That's what I pretty much always called it because I tried to avoid flat Earth. Because when you say that, people think that you believe you can fall off the edge of it, and it's just I get right. tired of explaining yeah. to people. Yeah. Right? So." Yeah. So Mark Sargent, he tells me that one day he was taking a shower, and all of a sudden he had this thought, and and it was about the earth was actually flat and not moving, and it wasn't a globe. And, 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 and as he had this epiphany that the earth was flat, that all this information regarding the, uh, the way the earth worked and what it was was just downloaded into his brain. And he wow. claims that he just went, he got out the shower and went and sat in front of his computer, and all of the information that had been downloaded to his brain just poured out effortless, effortlessly on his keyboard and his computer, and that's where Flat wow. Earth Clues came from. Um, wow, that's 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 downright scary. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, he said that the sun and the moon and the stars were holograms, like projected (laughs) onto the the firmament. Mm -hmm. Oh, right. So it kind of makes you wonder, you know, does he, he, you know, work for somebody or, you know what I mean? He does. I mean, that's one reason that me and Babs removed ourselves from the, you know, from, you know, from the community. Um, Number one, the God, you know, salvation by grace was not being preached. You know what I mean? And, and, you know, that was the main reason. But as, but as we were in it for a few months, we started to see that it, it seemed like these people had been placed in the flat earth community, so to speak, at the very beginning stages of it to sort of mitigate the damage, you know, and to sort of steer it in this, you know, in whatever direction that they wanted it to go, so to speak. Right. Well, you know that uh, that's one thing I've had, I've had lengthy conversations with Brother Ed Henry about that. I called him. I, I've shared this with. I think I've shared this with both Carl and Mark before. But for the rest of our Facebook listeners, talking to Ed Henry now. Ed Henry's the one that wrote the greatest lie on earth, and uh, he said, "Larry, I I don't know anyone that holds." To sovereign grace and election and predestination, 
that holds to biblical cosmology other than you guys. And he said, conversely, all the people I know that believe in biblical cosmology deny the doctrines of sovereign grace. He said, what is going on, you know? Well, I believe that's one reason that, that we're, we're, we're on this program tonight. I believe mm-hmm. that God has raised us up for such a time as this to proclaim both, to proclaim the sovereign grace of God in all things and also to proclaim that he is, uh, you know, he is, he is what he says he is as it relates to creation. You know, we're not a globe spinning through space at 66,000 miles an hour. That in itself should make us stop and think right there. Why 66,000 miles an hour, right? Why, uh, why, why not 47,000 or why not 180,000? You know, why 66,000? And then the other yeah. thing is all of this other stuff that NASA, we, we know that it has its origins in the occult, you know? And so mm-hmm. we hear all of this stuff and, you know, after a while, <clears throat> this, all of the lies, just one on top of another. After you know, you mentioned in the email. Why don't you share a little bit about the soccer ball? Okay, Carl, you got it. You got to tell that story. Oh goodness, man. Okay, well, in 1986, um, I don't know how many other people on here with us, their ages or whatever, but in, in, in 1986 when this happened, I was in second grade, and I can remember all, you know, all school year, my second grade teacher, Miss Cranford, she was just fascinated with the, with the Challenger mission because uh, there was a school teacher on board the Challenger mission, and her name was, uh, was Krista McCullough. Um, she yeah. was one of seven. She was one. She was one of the seven crew members that you know. And allegedly, all seven of these people perished shortly yeah. after takeoff. I think it was 72 seconds after liftoff. Um, yeah. One of the ast- astronauts, and I say not in quotes. <laughs> um, it, one of one of one of the seven was a man named Ellison. Onizuka, and he was an Japanese-American from Hawaii, and he was the first Japanese-American in space, allegedly. Um, He had been on, I think, another couple of missions before this one. But he had a daughter that attended Clear Lake High School, and this Clear Lake High School is located in Houston, um, all these astronauts' kids go there still today. If you go to Clear Lake's website, it's very occultic. They have a an eerie shot of the front of the school and a and a and just the whole like all the symbolism behind it. If you have eyes to see, you can see it. Anyway, his daughter was on played soccer at this high school, and her soccer team signed this soccer ball and give it to the, to this girl's dad, the astronaut, to take with him into space. So he put it allegedly in a duffel bag in his locker on the shuttle. Once it blew up and they were doing the investigation and finding everything, miraculously, the duffel bag with the soccer ball survived. So, <laughs> all right. So they, they retrieved this soccer ball. 
And about 30 years later, in 2016, um, from from the time that they recovered the soccer ball until the year 1916, which was about 30 years, this soccer ball sat in a trophy case, a trophy case at Clearview, at Clear Lake or whatever it is, high school, Clear Lake High School. Um, another astronaut had a daughter that goes to this same high school, and he, what is his name? Let me see here. His name is. Shane Kimbrough, Colonel Shane Kimbrough, I believe he's retired now. But he had a daughter that went to this same high school. Um, She ends up giving him this soccer ball that belonged to the first astronaut's daughter who ended up dying in the Challenger mission, and the soccer ball sets at this high school for 30 years. This other astronaut, um, Kimbrough, goes on his mission 30 years later, and he bring and he brings the soccer ball <laughs> back with him to the ISS, and the yeah. I, and he and he keeps it on the ISS for uh, for I forget I'm trying to let's see here the ball the soccer ball spent 173 days in space on board the ISS. It orbited the Earth nearly 3,000 times, passing auroras and constellations. Wonders of the ancient world and sprawling cities of the modern. On April 10th, 2017, it returned to Earth. Its mission completed. Mm. Um, yeah, it's. I mean, how stupid do, do they think we are? I mean, do, I, you, do we really believe that a duffel bag and a soccer ball could have survived all that? I mean, and it's just ludicrous. I mean, I can. <laughs> I mean, it, it, I mean it. I mean. And, you know, there was another astronaut on there, one of the people that perished allegedly. allegedly. His name is Gregory Jarvis. Okay, now listen to this, all right? So on the recovery mission, right, they're trying to recover all the wreckage. And as they're pulling the, uh, as they're pulling the crew cabin out of the ocean, how the crew cabin survived that explosion, I'll never know. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> hey, the duffel bag did and the soccer ball, right? So. As, as they're pulling this crew cabin up out of the ocean, this guy Gregory Jarvis, his body floats up out of the out of the crew cabin and sinks, and they can't get it. Wow. The next day, the next day, they magically see his body floating at the top of the ocean. So they launch their skiff or whatever it is they do, their little jimmy or whatever, to go retrieve him. And, and and by the time they get to him to retrieve him, he sinks again. His body sinks again, down to the depths, down to Davy Jones' locker, right? Wow. But these people make a commitment in this article that I was reading on NASA's website today, by the way. And they said, you know what? We're not going to leave a man behind, We're not going to leave a corpse behind. We're going to make sure that we get this, you know, that we're going to make sure that we retrieve him, which they end up doing. And there was enough of him left whenever they give the remains back to his family to have him cremated and have his ashes scattered over the Pacific Ocean. <laughs> now, I mean, I'm not trying to be insensitive here talking about corpses and people's loved ones, but this is a complete farce. This is a complete satanic deception. These people are liars, and they're a bunch of Satanists and pedophiles, you know. Absolutely. Absolutely. 
Hey, I also want to welcome Andre Barros. Andre, it's good to have you with us tonight. And I see you often on our fam our morning devotional period. It's good to see you here with us. Also, I'm trying to pull up. There's someone else that's joined us, but for some reason I cannot. Whenever I put my little laster thing over there, Decide. I can't pull it up to where I can see. It's right under Rick Butterick's comment. God has to dig new neural pathway ditches in our brain. <laughs> I like that, Rick. <laughs> but anyway, um, if you can pull, if you could pull that up, Mark, it's right under Rick's comment about God has to dig new neural pathway ditches in our brain. Uh, okay. By the way, Rick. Rick, Rick always has some really good comments. I love to see his comments on uh, on here. You know, right and, after uh, that, it's another comment where he's saying "Amen," and then another comment where he is saying "Amen." Yeah. Anyway, there's there's someone right under that comment about the pathway digits to our brain. Somebody I, else's name. Oh, I can't I can't see anybody else's name under that. Okay. All right. Well I'll keep working. Sometimes I can keep moving that back and forth and pull it up. We've got a number of we've had fifty three comments on here and we've had a number of people that I just I apologize to anyone we cannot recognize. Um, mm-hmm. and I wanna remind you <clears throat> that we have Concilio Souza, uh, and we also have Donna Guthrie Hodos. Uh, that may be who that name is. So I can't see everybody, but it's good to have you with us. I want to remind you we're going to be on another another 15 minutes here. And so if you if you do want to join us on TalkShoe and you want to actually talk to us live. Uh, you can call us at 605-562-0444. That's 605-562-0444. And um, we'll we'll, uh, unmute your mic and you can meet us, okay? We'd love to have you on board. Um, Carl, uh, I mean, um, Mark, Mark, yes. I was going to ask you, I saw on this YouTube channel um, that Matt says that he's going to fly to Missouri too, God willing, in April. So he, he's going to be flying up here. Um, if, you just, if you're able to come up, maybe you guys can figure out a way of coming up together, you know? That'd be great. That's a wonderful idea. Yeah, that way you guys you, you guys would be together when you came up. And, yeah, that's the point. Yeah, and you'd have two single people, so you wouldn't have to deal with just these married couples all the time. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So anyway, that's a thought. Uh, by the way, Matt said he used to grow up in uh, North Carolina. Uh huh. Uh, I don't know if he. I don't know. Uh, that's an interesting, uh, interesting thing too. Especially now, what mm-hmm. one of the things I was going to ask you, Mark, is um, I know that you have really been uh, kind of out there by yourself since 
everything happened, we're not going to go into the details of everything that happened to you back, you know, several right. months ago. Yeah. But I want to share with our audience, we need to keep Brother Mark in our prayers because Mark has been through a lot. Uh, he was fellow, he, just like you guys, he was fellowshipping with a group, and um, this issue of cosmology came up, and basically they, you know, Mark was left, Mark was left out in the cold, okay? Yeah, and, you can that, yeah. Yeah. And in fact, you know, I think that Mark experienced some abusive treatment. Yeah, um, I mean, when you're in a when you're in a Bible study, and mm-hmm. someone tells you, and someone tells you to shut up, yeah, uh, just, just just because you're trying to convey what God has revealed to you, there's something wrong with that. Yep, that's right. And so, Mark has been through it too, Carl. Believe me, and. Yeah, that's what happened with uh, the – I was uh, fellowshipping with two brothers on Sunday mornings. We would get together at the Carl's Jr. on Long Beach Boulevard here in Long Beach. And, yeah, that's what happened. One one of these brothers that I was fellowshipping with didn't like something I said, and he snapped in a moment of anger and told me point blank, shut up, he told me. And then then the other guy – I'm not going to mention, I'm not names, but this other fellow that I was worshiping with uh, is a manipulative kind of person, and he would tell me what to try to get me to do things, and he got me to do something, and 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 tempers flew and all of this, and so... And then, like a month or so later, after I split with them, this was last August. And then, after I split with them, then then this person did some unrighteous actions toward Brother Larry, and that's when I said I'm never going back to them. That's when I that's when I made up my mind I'm never going back to them. But anyway. Yeah, it- it's tough out there, and you know what? We're living in some very trying times. And you know, I, I believe where it says in the twenty-fourth chapter of Matthew that many will be offended. I believe that's the time we're living in. You know, mm-hmm. and I think that, like I said this morning in the devotional, I'm glad that our faith is in is we have the faith of Christ. The moment we put our the moment we have put our faith in the arm of flesh, we're gonna we're gonna be sad because yeah. Uh, I, I I tell people all the time. Look, in in my relationship with everyone on on this program, I'm gonna mess up. I guarantee you, I'm gonna mess up. But how we respond when we mess up is is what is what it's we key. have to deal. Yeah. And yeah. so anyway, that's. That's something that it's good that we have the fellowship that we have, and I know that Brother Carl has suffered a lot of abuse too. And uh, when yeah. people try, when people try to serve or act like they're your pope, and they're going to yep. try to, to um, I don't know, make all of these 
uh, allegations that you're not coming under proper pastoral authority and all of this other stuff, mm-hmm. they don't they don't know your heart. You know that's right. I think everyone on this call probably uh, ha- is very sensitive to uh, the leadings of the Holy Spirit in their conscience. And our conscience, our conscience takes precedence over men, and that's Amen. what people don't. That's what people don't realize. You know, in our society, people talk about ordination all the time, proper ordination. All the that is another way of trying to bring people's conscience to bind their conscience, and uh, yeah, yeah. Yep, I had somebody. I had I had somebody tell me just a, just about a day or so ago. They said, uh, "I think what your problem is, you just don't want to put yourself underneath a pastor." And I said, "Look here, man. You or nobody else has any has any type of special anointing that I don't have. All right, we all, all right. have the same spirit. We all have the same spirit of God, and we don't need any man to teach us." And he said, well, I guess you're going to pay. He said to me, well, I'm going to let you go because I guess you're taking a stand. I said, I see you dang right I'm taking a stand. I'm not putting myself underneath any man. I put myself underneath Jesus Christ, who is the head of the church. You know, I mean, I just get so <laughs> sick of all of the, of all the deception and all of, and all, and all of these fake people, these wolves, man. It's just, it's, I just get so tired of dealing with it. And, you know, I'm so thankful that we have our group that God's, you know, that God's blessed us with, you know, all of us, you know, just real thankful. I I agree with you, and I'll tell you what, if it's any consolation to you, brother, I've heard that the last 10 years, at least, you know, Mm -hmm. on Sermon on the Hill, I've had, I don't know how many people have called me and told me, you need to take all your sermons down off of Sermon Audio, you're not properly ordained, I've had... I've had primitive Baptist ministers tell me the same garbage. You're not under the authority of anyone. You don't want to be accountable to anyone. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I always tell them the same thing, the same thing mm-hmm. that, that the Apostle Paul told them. Look, when God called me in the ministry, I, I conferred not with flesh and blood, okay? And I'm sure glad I didn't. No telling where I'd be today had I compromised it. And, and going to these cemeteries, and going yeah. to all these false doctrines, 99%, and I'm not exaggerating, 99% of people who are ordained ministers today don't even yeah. believe that the Bible is inspired. They don't even believe the Bible's infallible. Many of them right. don't even believe in the virgin birth. A lot of them are concocted with all kind of false doctrines like common grace and, and yeah. the general all and and on and on it goes and where it stops nobody knows. Right, so, right, yeah. And yeah. you know they and you know they love to bring the, you know this is what this guy did the other day, right? They love to bring the apostle Peter into it and they say, Peter feed my sheep, Peter feed my lambs, right? And they love to quote that, but what they're missing is the apostle Peter wasn't ordained there by a man. He was ordained by God Himself. Jesus Christ ordained Peter to go forth and and to, and to feed his lambs. And guess what? They're Christ's lambs. They're Christ. Right. They're not these men's lambs. They're 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 our Lord and Savior's lambs. That's who we are. We're His sheep, 
Not these wolves, right. you know what I mean? I'm just, you got to forgive me for getting a little, a little, my, you know, getting a little upset right there, but I can't help, I can't help it. So, I also want to, I also want to like Dennis, Dennis Patrick, good old Irish name, Dennis Patrick. <laughs> uh, welcome aboard, Dennis. We're glad to have you with our fellowship tonight. And, uh, <clears throat> yes. Yes. Also, uh, you know, I was talking to my wife, Rosette, the other day, and we were having a conversation about some of the events of, of this last week. And, you know, mm-hmm. I I just, I'll throw this out. Uh, and by the way, I had a very open conversation with Brother Ed, Edward Henry about it. You know, uh, he publicly went on and made a public um allegation against me that I'd made ad hominem attacks on somebody. And I called him up and I said, I want your definition of an ad hominem attack. You know, he never did give me a definition. Mm. You know, what he did is he said, well, you kind of some of the words you used and so on. And and I said, you know what? I am not as polished as some people. I call them the way I see them. Mm -hmm. And me, it's more important to stand up for the infallible word of God than to Mickey Mouse around and go along with something that you know is a lie. Okay? Yeah. That's basically my response. That's right. And so I, I will publicly go on record saying if I made any ad hominem attacks, which I didn't believe I did, but if I did, I apologize. It wasn't my intent. I like, I like Brother... Um, uh, Carl, I get it righteously indignant when people start attacking the Word of God because that's my foundation, brother. You know. Yep. Yes, sir. When they start put when they start putting uh, questions in people's minds, especially people that I'm ministering to uh, on three different platforms, I'm going to stand up against it. So, yeah, anyway, right. in a public, public format. Well, listen, I want to thank everyone for coming on board tonight. It's This uh, hour and 15 minutes went by awfully fast. Sure did. Seven o'clock, 7 o'clock already. I've really enjoyed the fellowship. We've had a good group of people. Like I said, the only thing I regret is I can't recognize everybody that has called in but realize it's not purposeful. It's just that I can't see everybody. Um, but I do appreciate everybody that's joined us from all parts around the world and all over the United States. I appreciate all the people that listen afterwards on, on Sermon Audio. <clears throat> you know, we uh, we have uh, probably more listeners on Sermon Audio than any other format. You know, the, the average listenership on our devotionals in the morning is around 100 people every morning uh, listening awesome. to our devotionals. Just just on sermon audio. So, and then on Facebook, it averages about 35 in the mornings, and then on so that's about 135 every day. You know, that's a small little church, uh, mm-hmm. and I consider those people who are who are believers in Christ a part of His bride. Okay, and so anyway, um, I'm I'm really pleased with tonight's fellowship. I'm, I'm pleased that Matt could join us. I look for Matt and Mark. That could be a miracle in itself, them getting together. And I, yeah. I, look, for, I look forward to April when we all can get together. I look forward to 
meeting more uh, people from the UK. I've met uh, now a broadcaster, a Christian broadcaster, who's going under persecution by the occult in the UK. We need to keep him in our prayers. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, but anyway, that's uh, that's all I really have in my mind tonight. Mark wanted me to tell you, Mark Phillips, Carl, that he was glad he got to meet you. And Rosette wanted me to be sure and tell uh, Babs that she was glad that they got to talk a little bit. And, uh, by the I way, have one more thing to say. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Hey, I, I just I, wanted I didn't... to tell you. I'm sorry. I just wanted to make sure and tell you that thank you, and I appreciate you standing up for the fellowship against the negative, you know, attacks because it means a lot to have, you know, this for us. And you you didn't do it just for you know you did it for every one of us and and you and Carl and and y'all and, and protecting. It's like protect the Lord's protecting us through through y'all and and setting rules and regulations when getting involved with us. So, I really appreciate that, and that's what that's all I had to say. Well, we appreciate you guys. And by the way, uh, Rosette would love to sometime uh, talk with you on the phone, uh, Babs. Maybe you guys can figure out a, some time that worked for both of you, and Rosette could call you up, and you could just have some time, you know, as sisters together, you know, to share. Um, mm. Just let us know, you know, when that would be good. Carl, maybe you could uh, talk to your wife and come up with some times. We're pretty flexible uh, because, you know, we're, uh, well, you know what it means to be retired. So I, I think I've given my definition of that. Being retired means you're tired, you're tired all over again, okay? <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, uh, Brother Mark, uh, Brother Mark Phillips, it sure was nice to meet you. I've been really looking forward to it. And Brother Mark Kennedy, it sure is good to hear your voice again this evening. Miss Rosette, it's nice to see you. Brother Larry and, every, and uh, everybody listening, if you don't mind, I just want to close with a few verses of Scripture, and then I'll, be, then I'll shut my mouth. Uh, Go ahead. Go ahead. First Samuel chapter 2, I'm going to read, a, I'm going to read a, just a small portion of, uh, of Hannah's prayer to the Lord. It's going to be verses 6 through 10 in authorized King James Version of 1 Samuel chapter 2, verse 6. The Lord killeth and maketh alive. He bringeth down to the grave and bringeth up. The Lord maketh poor and maketh rich. He bringeth low and lifteth up. He raiseth up the poor out of the dust and lifteth up the beggar from the dunghill to set them among princes and to make them inherit the throne of glory. For the pillars of the earth are the Lord's and he has set the world upon them. He will keep the feet of his saints, and the wicked shall be silent in darkness, for by strength shall no man prevail. The adversaries of the Lord shall be broken to pieces. Out of heaven shall he thunder upon them. The Lord shall judge the ends of the earth, and he shall give strength unto his king and exalt the horn of his anointed. God bless everybody. And I'll close with a quote from Martin Luther, peace if possible and truth at all costs. God bless all of y'all. Thank you, Brother Carl. to hear your voice, too. Yeah. Brother Mark, do you have any final uh, thoughts or comments? I, ju- I really enjoy this uh, fellowship on Thursday night. I, I need all the fellowship I can get because uh, sometimes 
I struggle with loneliness. Being a single person, I struggle with loneliness sometimes. And and sometimes in an effort to deal with that, I go out and turn to the people of the world when I should turn to you guys and the Lord. So I just I just covet your prayers, and I need all the fellowship I can get. And you guys are wonderful. Amen. Well, we, we think the, th- the same thing of you, Brother uh, Mark. And Brother Matt, uh, we're sure glad that you're part of our family. And I would really encourage you, Brother Matt and Brother Mark, to figure out a way to get together. And if there's any way possible, make it a threesome. Figure out how to get together with Rick Butterick as well. That would be a wonderful thing. I, I, my goal is to someday meet Brother Rick. I don't know. I know he's very busy with his work and the demands of his work, but God can open up the doors. So <clears throat> anyway, that's my thoughts tonight. I love love you all. And I want to uh, conclude this tonight. Um, you know how I am a stickler for poetry. <laughs> I don't know. But I love poetry, um, and I like this one. Daily trials will soon cease. Daily trials will soon cease when we reach our eternal rest, when this world shall pass away, and we're no longer in distress. With all the pain and suffering that we must endure, and in the arms of our Heavenly Father will bring boundless joy, I'm sure. Daily trials will soon cease when we go home to be with Him, who gave himself a ransom and died for his people's sins. No more daily trials to plague and give us grief. We have reached eternal glory, the place of eternal relief. Daily trials will soon cease when my soul will take its flight, never again to be awakened in the middle of the night. With this pain plaguing my body and the test of this cursed earth, I praise the King of Kings for giving me new birth. Daily trials will soon cease, and I won't remember the past, for my tears will all be wiped away, never again to last. Eternal joy joy will be my portion as I rest within his arms. Daily trials are now over. I now can see his charms. With that, I want to thank everyone for joining us tonight, and we'll look forward to having fellowship again next Thursday night. We will have our Sunday morning services in the morning and in the evening, and we will have our Wednesday night study. We're ready for Chapter 25. We are planning on doing a a talk show. Um, Brother Ed committed that he would do it Monday night. Whether he keeps his commitment, we'll find out. <laughs> okay. Anyway, that's all I'm going to say. Uh, and with that, God bless you and keep you and make his light to shine upon you. Good night for now. Amen. God bless. Night. God bless all. Yes. Got to close out the recording here if I can get to the point of closing the recording. I just saw, I just tell you, there's